back to the Zaid story. We went and saw Pitch Perfect 2. We are here to tell you what we think. And we sure would like to hear from you. We've been gone. We've been gone. You've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our talks. You've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. We've been gone. We've been gone. You've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our calls. You've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. Welcome back to the Zay Story, the one with the greatest of reviews. We have Josh, we have Kevin, we drink beers, a taste of heaven, and we sure would like to hear from you. We've been gone, we've been gone, you've been missing us since we've gone, you've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts, you've been missing us since we've gone, we've been gone, we've been gone, you've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. We've been gone. We've been gone. You've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. Well, welcome back to the Zaid story. I'm Joshua Story here with my amazing friend and host, Kevin Zaid. We're here to bring you Pitch Perfect 2. This episode is called Perfect Hosts. Kevin, what'd you think of this movie? Well, thank you, my friend. My name is Kevin Zaid. We have just seen Pitch Perfect 2, and uh, boy, I don't want to give anything away about our episode, but I can't wait to talk about this movie. I loved it. I loved it. But we've got a lot of great stuff here ahead of us on the uh, the Zaid story, Perfect Hosts. Uh, and uh, that song was originally written by uh, you and I. I think we deserve a little credit. Uh, I hope the, uh, <laughs> the listeners out there really enjoyed that song. We, we took at least a few minutes and a beer while we, uh, figured, <laughs> while we figured out the lyrics to that. It was actually a lot of fun to record, so we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And if you want more, you can always let us know. But that being said, let's get right into the movie. Pitch Perfect 2, starring Anna Kendrick and many others. So many, I, I'm not well aware of the cast. It's true. The cast is huge. There's a lot of them that are there. There's a few notables that are missing. We'll talk about it as, a, as the podcast progresses. But it starts off. They're in college. They're kind of graduating. They're on the high. They've been doing fantastic as far as nationals go. They've been winning, and you've all seen the previews. They're doing a performance for the president. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fat Amy, Fat Patricia. She ends up giving the out to the prez, and from there, <laughs> their life kind of spirals down. Uh, nobody wants them anymore. They aren't really wanted in the uh, the acapella, the the aca awesome, the aca world, <laughs> if you will, uh, and they got to claw themselves back. 
if you ask me, it's an outlandish premise of a movie. <laughs> but uh, that is the premise that has been laid out. And should you choose to accept it, you are in for a fun, fun ride. So from the bottom, as they climb out, they run into a rival team from Germany that's never lost the World Acapella Finals, which is the only way that this group of girls will be permitted to continue existing at their college. And these rivals actually take over their, their spot. Uh, the girls from the college lose their spot, their entire tour, if you will, and the rivals from Germany, DSM, Das Sound Machine, take over their entire <laughs> tour and basically eat up everything that they've worked so hard for. Some characters who join us again for the ride is director Elizabeth Banks and her cohort, I can't remember his name. They are back because, and they add so much to the film. They were fantastic in the first one and they are fantastic in this one. In this version, I don't remember if they were running a podcast in the first one, but in this second sequel, they are running a podcast about acapella music and uh so they are kind of tracking the uh the bell what's what's their name josh the girls the, the bella bardens the bella bardens from the college uh the bella bardens they're tracking their status their ups and downs as they go on and that is a great part to have back um elizabeth banks is fantastic and she really shows her directing chops as well as her comedic shops. And to answer Kevin's original comment, uh, the name of the gentleman is John Michael Higgins. His name in the movie is actually John. So as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> he's literally playing his own chauvinistic self, which is hilarious. If you haven't seen the movie yet, or the first one, John is very much a chauvinist. And he has some great lines in the movie uh if you are offended easily by feminist comments about how women should be pregnant soon and <laughs> that kind of jazz stay away from this one <laughs> i disagree with kevin i think you should actually embrace this movie because it's so over the top that it's obviously a joke it's clearly obvious. it's clearly a joke uh, and you know, you have to be able to embrace such humor. You can't always shy away from it. You have to accept it for what it is and just move on. That's true. It, just cause it's not your point of view doesn't mean that it's wrong. It just means it's different. Well, and, <laughs> and, to be, and to be fair, the fact that it's such a ridiculous point of view makes it hilarious. Cause it can obviously be true. It's true. And if it were true, what a D-bag, right? Right. Oh, that's, my gosh. That's understandable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, Bella Bardens, they're not doing too well. They have to go to the Nationals to win, but all of a sudden they've been kicked out of the Nationals. So now they got to go to the World Championship. No American team has ever won the World Championship because the rest of the world hates America. <laughs> They it, hate us. <laughs> it's a that right there. That's a pretty plausible premise, actually. To be fair, that, that that's I would expect that part to be true. That's true. Yeah, that's true. So they're clawing their way back. They have to fight. 
Uh, DOS Sound Machine DSM is in their face the entire time. And awesome. And super awesome. They did really good. At this point in time, I should probably put out a little disclaimer. I loved the first Pitch Perfect. I thought it was fantastic. I've watched it on numerous occasions. Uh, I loved Pitch Perfect 2 as well. It was really good. Well written. The comedy was better in this movie than in the first movie. Uh, I, I dug it. I would have to agree on one half of that and moderately disagree on another half. The first half being, I loved this movie. This movie was fun. It was really funny. It was not just funny, but it was clever and relevant. And that's where my agreement stops. Because the first one, I did not love. I enjoyed more like tolerated and laughed when the few jokes I found relevant. Uh, the first one was fine. I didn't. I didn't hate it. I would watch it again if if Jordan, my lady, wanted to watch it. Uh, I would watch it again. But as far as a lot of as far as a lot of love goes, none of it goes to the first one except for the fact that they set this one up to be awesome. And this one blew number one out of the water for me personally. Uh, Kevin does have a point there. The first one was funny in moments. I love the songs. The, the mashups were great. Uh, it reminded me a little bit of a movie of Glee without the cast of Glee. <laughs> but, but the jokes were great in the first one. I specifically really love the fat Amy, fat Patricia. She stole the show for me. But also the announcers, both played by John Michael Higgins and Elizabeth Banks, John and Gail. I thought they really elevated the movie and, and helped it flow. But the second movie, it, it won for me. Started off just a slightly slow, but as soon as DSM, DOS Sound Machine, came into play, <laughs> you knew what the movie was gonna be about and it really was elevated. Uh, to your point, Fat Amy or Fat Patricia, however you would like to call her, is actually one of the things that really bothered me in the first one. I don't find her comic or her comedy on point. I don't find it funny, uh, at least in the first one. And that's where I have to stop because, again, the second one really found its footing. Like, I loved. I believe her name is Rebel Wilson. Uh, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but I think that is, uh, I think that's her name. And I did not enjoy her performance in the first one. I loved her. I thought she was one of the, uh, I thought she was one of the funniest parts of this second movie. I thought she really found her groove. She wasn't over the top as so many uh, heavier comics can be kind of all about that. This one, it was hardly even mentioned. I. She really found her role in this second one, for me especially. So Kevin, let me ask you, is Rebel Wilson your favorite part of Pitch Perfect 2? I would definitely have to say no. <laughs> I would have to say my favorite part is the crew. There's none of this petty... Can I answer both my favorite and my least at one time? Please do. Okay, so uh, forgive me for jumping out of sequence, but my favorite part is the crew and the togetherness. The Each girl 
in the group has found her role. Uh, parts that seemed kind of outlandish and just kind of put there for comedy's sake in the first one really seemed to fit in. They really meshed. Even the new girl, uh, who I had no idea was the girl from True Grit. What a fantastic actress because I would never have pictured her in True Grit and just seeing that transformation was incredible. So things like that, like the group just really meshing together was definitely my favorite part. The comedy was clever, uh, on point. My least favorite part has to be the subplots woven throughout this movie. The love stuff between, is his name Bumper? No, no, no. Well, are we talking, which Bumper? The are one who's in love with Fat the Amy? new girl. No, Bumper is with oh, no. Fat Amy. Bumper is with Fat Amy. Who's in love with the new girl? Uh, hey, that's exactly right. Uh is right. He's unimportant. That There's a couple of subplots between uh, Bumper and Fat Amy, the new girl, and what's-his-face... It's Benji. I think it's Benji. Benji. He's Benji the Magician is how yeah, I'm always referring to Yeah, and he's funny. He's funny. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not hating on him. Uh, there's just a lot of things that kind of like seemed shoved into the plot to appeal to certain graphics. I don't know what they were, but the, the core group and their comedy and their togetherness and the same with DSM. Just everybody knew their role and it was fantastic. That had to be my favorite and least favorite part. I hear what you about clear. you? Well, for my favorite part, I will have to say that I kind of concur with Kevin, but you know, along a little bit different lines, but basically I agree. I like that everybody knew their roles. Everybody was really good. DSM played their roles perfectly. They were the evil Germans. Uh, I like that everybody developed. From the first movie to the second movie, it wasn't the same characters. Anna Kendrick, not to spoil anything, but she had to evolve. She couldn't just do the same old mashups that she'd been doing all her life. She had to evolve, and everybody else evolved along with her. And for me, that was telling. That was a really good part of the movie. Uh, my least favorite part, I, I missed the treble tones. There wasn't enough treble tone with me. There was some Adam Devine, which I love Adam Devine. I like him in all of his works, from Workaholics to his own stand-up, all the way into this movie. I think he's fantastic. He's hilarious. <laughs> I'd hang out with him on a day-to-day -day basis. He was there, but the rest of the treble tones weren't there. And they made, basically, they kind of subbed out DSM for the treble tones. I wish the treble tones were in the movie a little bit more. Notable mention, I'm gonna, I know... I'm not going to be able to enunciate this word, this gentleman's name correctly, but it's Uttarsh Ab... <laughs> this is fun for me just listening. Ab <laughs> Dodkar, uh, the rapper from the first one, from the first Pitch Perfect. He made the treble tones for me. Mm. His rap scenes were phenomenal. By the way, side note, I'm not 100% sure on this, but it's rumored that he is actually the brother of Mindy from the Mindy Project. Oh, interesting. Yeah, from... Uh, yeah. Mindy, uh, Mindy Kaling. Mindy Kaling, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Uh, he, yeah. So, I loved him in the first movie. I really wish he would have made at least a cameo appearance in the second movie. But, uh, least favorite part, lacking the treble tones, best part, 
the involvement of uh, all the characters. They they definitely became new individuals. Yeah, I would have to say that uh, we agree for the second time in a row. It won't happen for the third time. Next time, <laughs> we will disagree. We will come to blows, perhaps. Perhaps. <laughs> At that point in time, we'll have a video podcast <laughs> so you can watch. Don't say that. That's going to be a while. <laughs> <laughs> Here we, uh, we've been asking the listeners to give us some feedback about our rating system, about movies they want us to see, about movies they want us to review. And uh, we've come up with a new rating system that we'd like to try out on the audience, on you, the listener. We want to know what you guys think, but we kind of thought of a, a, a unique system that fits Josh and I's personalities and can give you a fun idea of what we thought of the movie. Uh, Josh did the real legwork here. What? Why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell our listeners about your idea? Here's the thing. Everything has been done before, and that's the problem that we keep running into here at the Sage Story. We don't want to jump on somebody else's coattails. We want to be originators, creators. As I say that, we maybe have stolen that song that you heard earlier in the segment. <laughs> but we can't be originators and creators all the time. Sometimes there's a coattail or two that needs to be ridden on. <laughs> but for this one, I feel like we really hit a home run. Here's our new rating system. This is what we want to try. Again, we're looking for feedback. 971 209 27 17. The Zade story at gmail.com. All of our other stuff. You're obviously on the website. You know how to get a hold of us. We want to hear from you. So here's a new rating system we're trying out. It's not one out of five stars. It's not give it an A, give it a B, give it a C. What we're thinking about doing here is Kevin and I have a mutual love, a passion, affection for beer. We love beer. We've talked about it on previous podcasts. We think it tastes delicious. We love sitting back and having a couple beers. So here's what we're thinking. One out of six beers. That's how we're going to rate our movies. One beer, it's not a very good movie. It's probably a pretty horrible movie. It's probably not a good beer either. It's probably not a very good <laughs> beer. We don't want to finish that beer. By the way, there is no half beers in our rating system. We're not going to do a five and a half beers or three and a quarter beers. If we drink a beer, we finish that beer. So it's only one, two, three, four, five, six beers. Six beers being the best possible, one beer being the worst possible. Not only is this a great reflection of our friendship and our mutual love of good beer, but uh, this gives us more of a... Uh, of a bias because we wouldn't rate a movie the same way we would rate a six pack. We're gonna like that six pack or we're not. We're not gonna have any more of this, oh, you're just between 2.75 and 4.25 the whole time. No, we're gonna have a, a wider degree. Also because we're not splitting numbers, it's gonna be a one, a four, a five, a six, a two or a three. It's going gonna, it's gonna to give us an opportunity to be a little bit more firm on our rating systems and force us to make a good decision. Is this a three? 
Is it a four? None of this 3.5 garbage. 3.223. 3.57 with a line over it. <laughs> uh, so so that is, uh, that's going to be our new system we're going to try for a while. If you hate it, if you love it, give us some feedback. Send us an email. Comment on the episode. Twitter. Letterboxd. It's all on the website, like Josh said. Leave us a voicemail. But uh, as far as that goes, we're going to try this out for a while. Josh, what would you rate Pitch Perfect 2? Pitch Perfect 2, I rate a solid five beers. Pitch Perfect 1, because it is a sequel, I would have rated four beers. So I rate Pitch Perfect 2 above Pitch Perfect. This is a good five beers. That's a great... Uh, that's a great rating because I would also rate this five beers out of six. However, I would have rated the first one a three because love the soundtrack, love the concept, loved that it was Glee done right. Pitch Perfect and Pitch Perfect 2 had everything that Glee should have had and nothing that Glee really had. <laughs> it was a great it was it was fantastic. It's it's everything that should be in a modern musical, in my opinion. And for that, uh, I would definitely rate it a five. It, there's a lot of stuff that kind of bugged me, like I said, a lot of subplots. So I couldn't give it a perfect six pack. But uh, but as far as I'm concerned, five out of six is pretty good. <laughs> five out of six is fantastic. And remember, they can all be six packs, like Kevin and myself. <laughs> That's good. Speaking of six packs, I feel like that brings us back to the segment that everybody talks about. Whether they love it, whether they hate it. <laughs> oh, man. The one thing we continuously hear about is would you rather. They love it and they hate it. They hate to love it. They love to hate it. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> yeah. And because of that, we're going to continuously bring it back. So this time, we've brought back a special edition Pitch Perfect 2, Would You Rather? Ooh, again, we're going to leave the uh, leave the guidelines and rules very vague. The Open to interpretation. is Would You Rather? Not who, not do, but Would You Rather? I would. <laughs> I definitely would. All right, give me your first round. All right, do you want to go one at a time? Let's go one at a time. One at a time. All right. That'll give us the opportunity to switch up if we have the same combination pick. By the way, we have no idea what the other host is going to be saying. We've picked this at random. Chances are we could have picked the same things, so we have backups as we go. And I would just like to reiterate that this is, this is fun for Josh and I. If we knew what the other one was saying, it wouldn't be as fun. So you, as the listener, can trust us. Anytime we say that we don't know what is going to happen next, it's the truth. The interviews, we have no idea what the questions are. The questions are completely made up. This one, it's all random. The answers are on the fly. The questions are real, though. The choices are made in stone. Okay. <laughs> Give me first round. First round. Woo, I'm ready. Okay. Uh, and we do have our phones out, just in case we don't know who we're talking about, by the way. That is so true. So if you hear a pause, it's because we're strolling to see who the other person is actually referencing. <laughs> All right. So 
My first question is, this is the pretty logical one. This is the one that most of my friends and I have always gone off of. Would you rather Britney Snow, the ginger known as Chloe? <laughs> can you say ginger? That's you can say ginger on a podcast. Okay. I am a ginger myself, therefore it gives me the uh, the ability to say you ginger. You definitely have ginger in the beard. I do have ginger in the beard and gray. <laughs> gray and ginger. Nice. Distinguished gentleman. <laughs> uh, so, Britney Snow, Chloe, the ginger, or our lead. Anna Kendrick, Becca. Uh, I have to answer Anna Kendrick. I think she is an incredible actress and very, very good looking. Uh, she's got a lot of talent. She's got a lot of personality. I don't think that her character is far from her personality. And that's the feeling I get from her. That's why I'm going with uh, B, Anna Kendrick. I think Anna Kendrick is smoking hot. And the ability to sing. Yeah. And, and we know she can sing. We've seen her on live performances. Absolutely. We've seen her do the Cup song on David Letterman. She's a great, great singer, as well as a performer. I think she's gorgeous. But even though she's not even a ginger, Britney Snow wins it for me. <laughs> I go Britney Snow on this one. I totally forgot we had to answer these. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That makes that's it gonna, more fun. That makes it more fun. It's gonna make me regret asking some of these. Okay. Uh, well, I will continue with our lead, Anna Kendrick, or Bridget Hjord Sorina, the Ooh. German lady from DSM. The sound machine. The lead from DSM. No, I actually feel like in the movie they kept referencing how beautiful she was and Anna each Kendrick and, especially Anna Kendrick especially and each and every time I kept looking at her saying is she is she that beautiful it, like she's tall she is she's blonde she is but other than that I felt like she didn't have as much going for her as the rest of the cast so this is an easy one for me. That's not to say that Bridget is not a gorgeous person, but Anna Kendrick. I mean, mmm, mmm, mmm. <laughs> Three mmms, Kendrick. My mmms would have to follow yours, and I would, as you demonstrated in the first question, I would also have to pick Anna Kendrick. All that right. leads you to your round two. Round two. A little bit different here. Okay. We have Adam Devine, also known as Bumper. Yes. You're well aware who I, Bumper is? I know who he okay. is. Okay. Or Skylar Austin, Jesse, Anna Kendrick's main squeeze. Okay. Uh, I don't know if this was an attempted wrench in the, uh, in the would you rather, but there's nothing that needs a wrench in my book. Adam Devine, all the way. Especially over Skylar Austin, Aston. Uh, yes. What, however you say it, uh, Skylar seems like a great guy, uh, but he is really lacking the humor that Adam Devine brings to the table in this role, in all his other role. I think he's just probably a really awesome guy to hang around, and uh, that's he's got. I I would rather 
Adam Devine. I will concur with you. I actually don't feel like Adam Devine is an actor. He probably just plays himself <laughs> in every role he's cast, whether it's from Workaholics, his show, or Pitch Perfect. He's just playing himself. He's just keeping it real, doing his thing, and that's hilarious, and I dig it. Adam Devine for myself all I day. I haven't seen his show. I've seen a couple episodes of Workaholics, and he's the same guy in Modern Family, which is where I knew him from first. And yeah, yeah same guy. Just yeah. seems awesome. <laughs> uh, that is so funny to me, because that leads me right into my second round, Would You Rather. The uh, Would You Rather is Adam Devine. Or Britney Snow? Well, Britney Snow. <laughs> <laughs> After all my affection has been said for Adam Devine. You threw him to the wind. I will throw him out into the ice cold weather. He will have zero clothes on and I will not care. Because Britney Snow, I don't care if she's wearing a parka. She's coming in, baby. <laughs> Britney Snow, for sure. Again, Adam Devine, I appreciate it, but Brittany Snow, call me. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say Adam Devine. No. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> For all the aforementioned reasons, I think <laughs> I I don't care if she's wearing a parka or not. Come on in, Adam Devine. Let's let's crack a five pack because that's what the movie you were just in earned. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, you here to hear? He likes the Adam Devine, and I can't blame him for it. Thank you. <laughs> Oof, I have a I have a, a few choices here that I don't know what I want to do for my third round. This is it, buddy. Uh, all right. Here we go. I wasn't gonna pull this one out. But because of what you just pulled, <laughs> I'm going to pull it. Keegan-Michael Key, also known from his great show, Key and Peele, on Comedy Central. Sure. Uh, in this movie, he would have been Anna Kendrick's or Becca's boss. Right. Or. Hilarious. Rebel Wilson. Oh, wow. Also known as Chabamy. That's what she was known as. Um, wow. That, you got me. You might, you got me all worked up here. Uh, Keegan-Michael Key. Now, is he Keel or is he Peel? He is the, the key. The key. The key. Key he and is Peel. The, he is the key and the Peel. Uh, he is the taller of the two. Usually a shaved head. Right. Uh, I remember what he looked like from the movie, but thin, I usually the thinner of the two, depending on the skit they do. Um, here's the deal, my friend. I ha have not seen Keegan Michael Key in many things. Uh, the the only thing I can really pull off the top of my head is this is this movie. Uh, I know he's been in that show, um, but it's, uh, I know he did a voice in the Lego movie, he was in Let's Be Cops, um, I really want to give him a fair chance, 
But here's uh, the deal. Unless because he was a gentleman with the tattoos and the dreads. With the with the fake the, teeth, fake the gold terrible teeth, teeth that, yeah. that the one guy had to wear. Yeah, horrible, <laughs> horrible accent. That, that yes. uh, Damon Wayans Jr. did an awful job impersonating. Obviously, there was a reason for that. Like they were both supposed to be horrible accents. Right, 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 right. What you mean, man? What you mean, man? All right, man. That's I'm I'm calling clock. Ten seconds. Okay. Uh. I hated you in per- Pitch Perfect Two or in Pitch Perfect One. I loved you in Pitch Perfect Two. I'm going uh, Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson in Pitch Perfect Two because this is Pitch Perfect Two. I have to go Rebel Wilson. I would have picked her last out of Pitch Perfect, but because it's Pitch Perfect Two, she found her groove and she found my sweet spot. Rebel Wilson. I think that that is a spot-on assertion. I cannot fault you for that. I, however, do have a sweet spot in my heart for the Keegan-Michael Key. Really? Uh, between he and the Key and Peel, I think he dominates that show. Um, and I think that he is actually much more hilarious than his counterpart. I think he really did a fantastic job in this movie. He and was funny in this movie. He was He funny. really was. He was great. And... Uh, so for that fact, I would have to go with the key and key. Okay. Well, that's that. And uh, because I got your answer on that, I'm going to go ahead and pull my audible. Because Keegan-Michael Key versus Snoop Dogg was my third. Ooh, I had one very close to that, by the way. <laughs> we always do. We're very similar. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go with my third, my fourth choice. Now this is kind of a uh, this is an interesting one to end the uh, end the round. My choice was Dust Sound Machine or the Treble Tones. I know you loved both of them. In fact, you've mentioned that both of them have made each of their own movies. So that that I had to ask. This is tough because there's no parameters that have been set. If we're talking about the treble tones of movie two, Dust Sound Machine. If we're talking about the treble tones of movie one, this mm. becomes a much more difficult choice because as I forementioned, half of what made that movie for me was the characters that are no longer in the movie when we come around to round two. But because they were so great and so good, and so precise, I will pick Dust Sound Machine. <laughs> you know, you have to because of what you said. This is Pitch Perfect 2. And I, I did not think well about that as I picked these uh, because the treble tones were almost non-existent in this movie. That's a good call, my friend. Uh, the treble tones do get a fantastic appearance in one of the greatest see uh bits of the movie the uh the underground acapella off with david cross oh my gosh that was incredible <laughs> truly loved it it was fantastic they're honestly i'm not gonna well let's ruin it let's ruin it for him there's the green bay packers yeah the green bay <laughs> packers are doing a sing-off with everybody else it's great and i and, know and the tone hangers Oh. With Joe Latruglio and... Mm, so good. <laughs> oh, they were great. 
And Bumper, Bumper yep. is actually now part of that group. Yes. He is no longer part of the Trouble Tones. He is now part of that group. Uh, and I, I know that we only said that we were going to do three, but I have to throw this in there because you mentioned it. I would pick Das Sound Machine. Go. David Cross. <laughs> or Snoop Dogg. David Cross. Oh. Not even Not a even a question, question, right? Although Snoop Dogg is hilarious, and I love how self-aware Snoop Dogg appears to be. He appears to not mind making fun of himself. Mm -hmm. uh, his role in this movie, very funny. He is in there for, what, less than three minutes of screen time, but he was really funny. <laughs> Just singing the Christmas song. <laughs> if you want a Christmas album... <laughs> I would buy that Christmas album. The Christmas Bye. album he produces with Anna Kendrick in this movie, spot on. It was great. Uh, I love Snoop Dogg or Snoop Lion. Whatever Snoop he's Snoopy, snooping. Snoop the O double G. Uh, he's great. Uh, David Cross. All the way. Yep. Agreed. Not even having the flip coin. <laughs> <laughs> well, that ends up uh, Would You Rather. I hope you guys enjoyed it and or hated it as much yes, as you have. Yes, I hope there was lots of controversy started. <laughs> uh, and keep that controversy going. Give us an email. Yeah, give us a phone number, Josh. What, where can they reach us at? 971-209-2717. Email us. TheZadeStory at gmail.com. Hit the tweet. Hit up all that social media. We're looking to hear from you so that we can give you better movie reviews. Uh, we'd love to uh, play a voicemail. We got a voice... We got Well, we got several voicemails, but... Uh, Kenny P called in with a much clearer voicemail this time, so we'd like to do him an honor and play uh, a voicemail that he intended to leave us, but was too kind of muddled for those who couldn't hear it. So uh, we're going to go ahead and do that now. Hey guys, it's Kenny P again. Just want to say I just listened to your latest episode. You guys just need to keep up the good work. You definitely converted me over. I had my doubts about Roar, but... I think if I ever saw it on Netflix, I'd give it a shot. As far as ratings, I guess I'd like to hear what you guys think as far as the rating goes. Once again, thanks for what you guys do. Bye. Thanks again, Kenny P. We love your uh, we love your listenership. We love all of the emails we didn't get to this week. We uh, we thrive off your comments, off your emails, off your voicemails. Keep them coming, guys. Uh, because we worked so hard on it, we're going to go ahead and play you out with our famous Cups intro. Uh, we hope you enjoy it. It'll give you one more time to uh, illegally download that and blast it all over the internet. And uh, for the Zade Story, I'm Kevin Zade. I'm Joshua Story. Thanks a lot for listening. Tune in next time. the Zade story we went and saw Pitch Perfect 2 we are here to tell you what we think and we sure would like to hear from you we've been gone we've been gone you've been missing us since we've gone you've been missing all our talks you've been missing all our thoughts you've been missing us since we've
missing us if you gone. You've been missing all our calls. You've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. Welcome back to the Zay Story, the one with the greatest of reviews. We have Josh, we have Kevin, we drink beers, a taste of heaven, and we sure would like to hear from you. We've been gone, we've been gone, you've been missing us since we've gone, you've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts, you've been missing us since we've gone, we've been gone, we've been gone, you've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. We've been gone. We've been gone. You've been missing us since we've gone. You've been missing all our talks, you've been missing all our thoughts. You've been missing us since we've gone. <laughs> that was a great way to put it. Hold on, it's not going right now yet. There's a lot of stuff going on in these headphones. <laughs> Turn my headphones down. Turn my headphones down. Are you still being sounded? Uh huh. How about now? Still sounded. Okay. So much so she 